damn, your voice sounds sexy. You, you sexy man, you. This, this, this. You're sexy and this, you got this, a nice this, butt. No. This, 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 this. One ever beat on the radio. Okay, no So what's wrong with my belching? Well, it's not that there's anything wrong with it. It's just, it's just odd. And now, mind you, I'm an odd guy. I belch and fart and spit and all sorts of stuff. But it's just weird when it comes to a podcast, like belching into the microphone. If you really want to know why I do it, it's because Howard Stern does it on his show. And I think it's so <laughs> funny and so inappropriate. Yeah. It's, it's just odd. And to tell you the truth, I never, like, I never thought about it until, like, yeah, it was like, it was maybe two podcasts ago in the middle of a story. You were like, Ugh. and I was, yeah, I was thinking, oh, he just belched into the mic. Yeah, because I'm drinking Coke Zero. There's a, there's two things that I've done in my career because I thought it sounded cool. One was <laughs> belching into the mic. Um, I actually thought it sounded cool, like Howard Stern, if I'm being honest. And the other thing was We're cussing out my bosses on the air. Yeah, just saying, like, you know, having this fictitious boss. You know, that's always the thing. I always thought that was funny that, like, people never picked up on that. You know what I mean? Like, I remember when we worked at ADNX and I was on in the afternoon, people would be like, oh my gosh. Dave and Chuck are to be in so much trouble for talking about the boss on the air. And I'm like, dude, he's in a, like, that's a bit. Like, he, they're not really talking about the boss. They're talking about the boss, like the boss. Like the man. And, yeah. And then I remember when they left, people would always be like, I heard they left because of those shitty computers you guys had. And I was like, what? Like, also a bit. Like that we have crappy equipment and nothing works around here so that you seem relatable to the average man who's like, oh, my gosh, at my work, we also have crappy computers that don't work as well. Right. But your, like your stuff's all busted up and just yeah. like me doing a podcast in my basement, we're, we're dealing with the same equipment. Exactly. But it's so funny, especially with the the bit about like the boss. Like, we're going to be in big trouble if we keep talking about this. It's like, you really think that they don't know that you're talking about this? They knew everything. So that was that was always so funny to me. But the one thing that I did do, Drew and Mike back in the day used to, um, like, they would let, like, the intro of their, their show, like, go way longer than it should have. Like, it'd be like, Drew and, you know, 101 The Riff, Drew and Mike in the morning. Do, 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 do. So anyways, then he would come on. Drew would come on. And I thought it sounded like they were so, like, busy prepping that, like, when I first started the morning show, I did the same thing. Like, I let it run. And then they brought in a consultant who was like, if there's more than two seconds, they'll fire you. Get to it. So if you listen to the old Callan Company stuff, it'd be like, Live from the Buff Whale and Chevrolet Panic Room, it's Calico. Hey, everybody, good morning. How are you? Like, I was so quick because they were like, yeah, no, like you cannot stall for any amount of time. So that was my life. But, yeah, I tried that one time, and they were like, no, don't. <laughs> no, we're not, we're not doing this. Yeah, like It's funny because on 97.1, Mike Valeni 
I don't know if he does it so much anymore, but he used to always like crack on his boss. And I know who his boss is. Like we're acquaintances. And the dude is so nice. Well, and that's the thing. Valenti is a lot of things, but he's a great showman. It was what I'll say about him. Absolutely. And Absolutely. he plays he plays a character on the radio. Joe knows him. I know him. He's a decent guy. I like him as a person. Um he's learned to play the villain. Oh, for sure. He's learned that if you say the right things, you can piss off all the Michigan fans. Yeah. Yep. And if you say the right things, you get all the staters on your side. And he just twists the knife just enough. Now, that whole bit with you know him almost being fired over the Lions was, in fact, true. Like, that did happen. <laughs> that he talks so much crap about the Lions that they allegedly called and said, if you don't fire him, we will not renew the contract to have the Lions on your station. Correct, yeah. Management was smart enough to realize that you running, just so everybody knows, running the Lions on your station is a lose money situation. You have to pay the Lions to run their games, and then in return, you're allowed to sell advertising. But okay. you'd have to sell the advertising at such a high cost to recoup the money. Really, the only reason that you want the Lions on your radio station is so that you can say to the car dealership down the street, we're the lion station, and with that, if you buy advertising, we'll give you 15 tickets per game. Ah, it's, it's, okay. So it's kind of like you're going to lose money on this. They call it a lost leader. Have you heard of this before? I'm sorry no. if I got really boring. So no, a lost, no. So, so lost I, leader. I love these little times uh, when you give us like a peek behind the curtain. Well, good. Hopefully people enjoy it. So, yeah. So the deal is, is that it costs for, for them to run the Red Wings, the Lions, and the Tigers on that station. They have to pay out a ton of money. And, again, with that comes that X number of times an hour, the Lions get a commercial that runs during there. So they don't even get to sell that. You know what I'm saying? Like that sure. just comes yeah. with it. And so, but again, saying you're the station that has the lions or say, and you got a suite there and you get all the stuff that goes along with it. And you can say to your top advertisers, guess what? Before the game, we'll let you watch warm up from the field. That has cachet. Like it definitely is worth some. Sure. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. what they realized with Valeni was that when he was talking bad about it and they said they wanted him fired, they're making way more money with Valenti's radio show, which I don't know what it's called now. Uh, it? The Mike Valenti show, but he just put Rico, just, Rico Beards on there now, too. So I don't know if Rico started. Well, I saw his tweet there that he was going to be joining the show. He's good. I like him. Yeah, he, he um, is joining the show, but I don't think he's started yet. Well, it used to be called like yeah. the Mike Valeni show, but I don't know if they're going to change that now that Rico's on the show. Who knows? I mean, you know, like, like we've talked about before with Howard Stern. Howard Stern has a cast of characters, but it's still called the Howard Stern show. But anyway, they're making way more money with Mike's show by himself, paying him what he's getting paid than they would be with the Lions. Plus, sure. they already have the Tigers and the Red Wings, which cost them a ton of money. It was a good business move on their part. I think the Lions are great. It's fun to have them on your station, but I don't think but it's you're 16 really weeks pay. a year. And you're going to not pay the bills with it. Like, that's the other thing. You're, yeah. you're not like, you, you and, can't get rid of somebody like Villani, who is nationwide sought after. He continues to stay sure. from, from, from understanding. He continues to stay in Detroit, even though he's had offers from huge markets. Yeah, he's from New York, you know, but yeah, so we have uh, the same agent. Did you know that? I did you know that we no. have the same agent? You know, yeah. So, I mean, technically, I don't I don't know that I still have an agent, but 
<laughs> he would answer my call if I called him. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, he would answer my call. He's a good guy. His name's Mort Miser. He's a good dude. Um, but, yeah, so we have the same agent. And um, so I've met him through through Mort quite a few times. But, yeah, good guy. And you used to play basketball with him, right? Yeah, when I used to or work for the like Salvation that? Army. Yeah, when I used to work for the Salvation Army, uh, I was a community center director. And Mike had just come to town. Um, I mean, that's how long ago this was. He had just come to town and like him and all his buddies, uh, a lot of the on-air guys, a lot of the, you know, production guys uh, would get together uh, one night a week or two nights a week and just play play basketball. So they come and rent out the gym. Because he's every now and then. I think, right? I don't know if that I'm not speaking out of school, am I? If I saying that? Uh, I think, I think he, he lives in the area. I think he lives yeah. in the area. I was going to say, because I think he's talked about it on his, on his show that he's from the, he lives around Royal Oak. Yeah. I don't. I don't know where he, he lives. lives. I'm guessing he probably lives somewhere local. Again, listening to him talk. But. Well, yeah, here's the thing. According to the consultants, you should always say the names of your children, your your wife's name. Like, But talk. you don't ever say my wife, Wendy. I'm just supposed to say Wendy. And you're supposed to know who that is. And you're supposed to say exactly almost to the, you know, the house number where you live. So that people can be like, oh, my gosh, I go to that 7-Eleven that's at 13 in Maine. Right, 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 right. Like the more local you can get it, because they would be like, well, you know, you listen to Howard Stern. He's never going to talk about Detroit or talk about the 7-Eleven at 13 in Maine and Royal Oak. But if you talk about it, more people will listen to you. <laughs> well, that's what I've been telling you for. I'm in my basement doing a podcast for. That's few. what I've been telling you to do for, for how many years, uh, like two years for us doing this podcast. I'm like, oh, if you're going to say the high school idea, I still. I'm like, let's just let's it. just talk. Our, our niche is here. Our, <laughs> our niche is we talk about who we know and where we go. In fact, that should be our new oh, tagline. The Cal, the Cal Cagno show. We talk about who we know and where we go. <laughs> and, <laughs> and that's it. Uh, but yeah, yeah. You know, so what started who, this whole thing? What I don't started? know. We were talking about burping on the air and me trying to sound oh, like Howard that's, Stern. That's, that's um, right. did you ever know I was my, I was, someone talked about me and Howard Stern that Howard Stern said he wishes he was me. No. <laughs> did you ever hear this story? I'll tell this to everybody's story. So, the, Actually, so I I'll just tell no. it. It's fine. Yeah. I said no, but now that I'm thinking about it, I, you got to tell the story, but I think I remember you telling me the story, but I don't remember anything about it. Okay, so this was many, many, many years ago. So this was before I was even married. I wasn't now, even dating. Let, wait, let me throw this out there to see if I'm on track. It deals with – does it deal with someone who was an intern at 89X yeah. and then went – okay, so go on. Yeah. yeah. So that's I, it. So here, so here's the deal. So there was a girl – so I was 21 at the time, just to be clear. This girl was 18 at the time, to be clear. So everyone was of age. I don't want there to be any confusion. She was one of our interns. I was single. This was before I was even with Wendy. Um, and she and I were friendly. That's all I'll say. Like we weren't like – you know, we were friendly. We would hang out, whatever. There was nothing more than just some people hanging out. Okay, right. that's all sure. Set. For real. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So anyway, yeah, so she totally. left ADNX it's and went to wanted to be on Howard Stern to do be an intern there. So she asked if she would be if we would be able to write her a letter of letter of recommendation. So I did, and she got on the show. So she, you know, would call and be like, Oh my gosh, I'm working on Howard Stern. Well then she called me one day and was like, Hey, just a heads up, I was just on there for the intern beauty pageant and they talked about you. And I was like, they talked about me. She's like, she's like, yeah, but like I did a good job to make sure like no one knew it was you, blah, blah, blah. So I ended up watching this on E! Like, you remember when he had the E! Yeah, show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was on E! Like maybe, I don't know, a month later. Someone said, oh, it's going to be on tonight. So I watched it. 
And I remember sneaking down because I thought my wife would be mad, uh, sneaking down like in my house in Ferndale and like watching it on the basement TV where I used to watch squiggly porn every once in a while because it came in on like channel 189. On, this is pre-internet, folks. It was This was the saddest moment of my life. Anyways, I watched it in the basement and she was on the interim beauty pageant and that was something you used to do on the show. So these girls would come on there and or guys. I don't. Was there guys ever? I, I don't know. I, I never yeah. really watched the show. Yeah, so anyway, so it was guy, girls only, and they would come on there, and it wasn't like they were naked, but she, like, played the piano and sang. So she gets done, and he's like, oh, you know, you're so hot. You know, he's doing the Howard Stern, like, you're so hot, blah, blah, blah. Well, fa, fa, fo, fi, blah, blah, booey, comes on and says, hey, hey, both. He goes, just want you to know that at her last station, she used to hook up with one of the guys that worked there. And he goes, Oh my God, tell me his name. I wish I was him. I'm so jealous of him. Tell me who it is. You just say his name. And she's like, no, you know what? Like, I don't want to do that to him. He's engaged now. Like it was cool, but like we were, it was fun, but like, no. And he's like, oh my gosh, I'll give you anything. Do you want a thousand dollars? I will give you anything you want. You have to say his name. He's the luckiest guy. I wish I was him. This is Howard Stern talking about me. She deflected most of it. It ended up not like she didn't say my name, which was kind of funny now looking back because it wasn't really say my epic. name, say my name. And then Beyonce heard it and wrote that song. <laughs> right, right. Little, right. People, little did you know that that's actually where it came from. So little yeah, so that's my that's my brush with uh, being on the Howard Stern. So anybody who's a big fan of Howard Stern probably doesn't remember that, but it is kind of cool to have you know Gary Baba Booey and. Um, uh, Howard Stern indirectly speaking about you and what a yeah. what a man you are. But I will say, like, it was it was pretty PG. So I can't say she didn't deny that part of it. Like they definitely I think they thought I was much more of a man than I was. But it was <laughs> it was it was pretty PG. So um now, I didn't do you watch do you watch Ozark? No, so here's the thing. Ozark, I've heard great things about. Everyone says it's an awesome show. It's got um uh what's his name, right? Uh Bateman. Yeah. Justine Bateman. It's got Jason, Justine Bateman and Nick. Remember Nick was her boyfriend on... Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Family Strokes or whatever. Family Strokes. That's a different website. <laughs> family Strokes. Really? <laughs> what was it called? Fa- family Strokes? Family, family Ties. ties. Yeah, family there was ties. different strokes. Different Strokes. There and you go. Family Ties. They're two different shows. But yeah. Okay, so anyways, oh. you watch Ozarks? I do. And I, no ass, I don't think. And that's another thing. I sound like my mom. We used to call it Merwin's. Do you watch Merwin's? Right. Do you watch McKinney? Or my grandma who called it uh, Jerry Seinfeld. Joe, do you watch Jerry Seinfeld? It's a like, funny no, show. Darn. I don't. I don't watch that. You're like, first of all, it's Seinfeld, and his first name's not in the title of the show. Right. Well, so apparently, if those of you that are out there who watch Ozark, uh, one of the one of the episodes in season three uh it ends up that the wife and her brother are sleeping in the parking lot of like a, like a Walmart and sheriffs come up to the car and knock on the window. And she has this interaction with this female sheriff come to find out. I've been punched in the face by that female sheriff who was on there in real life. Her name is Danielle. I know her as Danny. She was, she's a actress now. Yeah, she's a good friend of mine, uh's ex-wife. And good so friend. do I know the friend? Uh or do you not want to say? No, I, I don't know if you do or not. I'm I'm not gonna say his name, but yeah, I, I work with him. But oh, okay. uh yeah, so 
his ex-wife, like when they were going through their divorce, she was like, you know what? I'm going to move to Atlanta and become an actress. And I was, I was remember thinking in my head, like Atlanta, yeah, like I know, like, you know, you go to like LA to be an actress or you go to like, like on Broadway, but I've yeah, never yeah. heard of anyone going to Atlanta. You couldn't hear me singing there. Could you? I did. I could. Oh, I was, but I was trying to get my thought out. <laughs> Oh, the party, the limousines. Okay, that so, is such a great song. Okay, so they, she went down to poison. yeah, she went down to Atlanta and did what? She became an actress. Good for her. So she became an actress. So she's been so in the. I'm going to be completely honest with you. I did not recognize her. Then, like the next day, a bit work, different. Uh, I would say not for the better. I, would I say know. Not well, that's uh, my point. Yeah. Usually, yeah. usually when someone comes up to you that you've known in your past and you don't recognize them, it's not because they look so great. You're never like, oh, my God, you're smoking hot. It's always like, oh, my God, you put on 700 pounds. I, this, I wouldn't say that. Is she, just, she just looks different. Like, she just looks different. Okay. So, anyway, the next day at work, like, my buddy's like, hey, do you, see, do you watch Ozark? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, do you see that Danielle was in it? And I'm like, what? And he's like, Danielle's in it. She plays a cop. Well, my immediate thought went to this one scene. And I was like, well, what what scene? But that's the only one that I could kind of think that he was describing. So he pulls it up on his phone, and it's that scene. And it's Danielle. And so Danielle, again, was my one of my really good friends. And I I was divorced. Joe, Joe, yeah. that broke up. It, it got kind of bubble it kind of got bubbly danielle was what just say it again so danielle was my good buddy's wife at the time this was at like maybe time. like three years ago four did years I ago did i meet her at your house one time no i don't think you've ever met her okay and so we i got i i had just gotten divorced i was maybe a few months divorced or, or something like that a year about and i get invited to uh, a halloween party so I go to a Halloween party with this girl that I was like kind of hanging out with. We go to this Halloween party. Was it the intern from ADNX? Was it her? <laughs> Maybe. And as I'm walking up to the front door, the first person to come out of the house was Danielle. So Danielle comes out. She's, she's slurring her speech. She's like, I want to be at Ozarks one day. You're like, what does that even You're mean? Like, what? Yeah, exactly. What? And she goes, you're here. I love you. And I'm like, oh, you know, cool. Yeah, we made it. She's like, I love you. And I go, yeah, great. You know, oh, we're you here. She's strong. So like as we're walking up, so everybody else starts to come out of the house. Like everyone's checking to see like, oh, someone else is here. So a couple more people are stepping out of the porch. And as I go to introduce the, the girl who I was with to some of my buddies, I get sucker punched, Good. like straight up cold cocked, wasn't even looking, took a shot right to like the hinge of the jaw and like the ear, like saw stars. The world is spinning. You didn't mention this. This party was in Hazel Park because that's how they do oh, it in HP. It was out in Auburn Hills. Oh, yeah. And, for sure. uh, Pontiac Heights. My my uh, no, super nice neighborhood, like the cheapest house is like. You know, six hundred. Really nice I'm just so joking. Don't I get fight me. Tagged. 
I get tagged and like the world's spinning and I'm trying to figure out what just happened. All of a sudden, dummy Danielle goes, I said, I love you. Oh, so it's really all about the love. And I go, I go, uh, I, I only say I love you to my mom and my kids. Like, I'm, I'm not saying I love you to you, A, in front of your husband. Yeah. Like, so, so it was like one of those things where my head was spinning. And like the whole rest of the night, like, oh, she was like an absolute a-hole. Well, then it comes to find out her and, and my buddy get a divorce. And I'm like, thank God they got a divorce. And she moves away to Atlanta. And I'm like, see you, sucker. Good yeah. luck trying to make it in Atlanta. Who goes to Atlanta? Now I see her on Ozark. And Good for I, her. And it's, so she's a, a sheriff. She plays a sheriff on Ozark. I look up her like IMDB, and she's been in like 29 movies. 25 of them, she plays a police officer, a detective, a security guard, or something along those lines. Yeah, there that's four, there were four appearances that she was either you know an, an extra slot or number six. Was she slot number so, six. Never. She was uh, but in like four parts, she was like just. A, like a nobody, but everything else, right. she's got like the cop routine down. Yeah, my cousin is in my cousin. He's my cousin. What would you do? My cousin is um is in movies. We actually had him on the show one time um, when I was on the radio, and he thought I was my dad because <laughs> he's my mom's cousin. So he's my second cousin. So he's probably got to be sixty five or seventy at this point. But he, he was, was on like. Young. Captain of the Notre Dame football team, right? He was captain. Yeah. So this guy, his name's Greg Collins, and he was captain of the Notre Dame football team that won a national championship in 1975. He was captain the year that Rudy was on the team. Now he tells a completely sto- different story of the of of Rudy Rudiger than most people see in the movie, and I won't ruin it for everybody. But we had him on the show, and he talked about that a little bit. But he was very. He was like, "Tell your tell your wife Mary, I said hi," and I'm like, "That's my mom." He was very confused. But yeah, he was on Knott's Landing in the 80s. So so he went from being a he went from college where he won a national championship in 1975 with Notre Dame. Then he goes to the pros for seven years, played with O.J. Simpson. Then he goes and he's on TV and he's on Full House like 12 times. He's real good friends with Coulier. And then he's in all these movies, a lot of Michael Bay movies, including like uh, Home Improvement. Yeah, he and the rock. He was yeah. on Jerry Steinfield or whatever you said. He was on yeah. that show. Yeah. Um, so he was on The Rock. He's the one when they drop the air conditioner on that guy and his, his legs start to twitch. He's one of the bad Marines from The Rock. He's in a bunch. He's in Con Air. He's in um, Armageddon. Uh, Seinfeld. Armageddon. Yeah. Um, he's in Armageddon. He's one of the astronauts that go with the miners. Yeah. Because yeah. that's who you would send if there was an astronaut. Yeah. yeah. Don't don't train astronauts to <laughs> dig. You train diggers to be astronauts. Yeah, no, it makes sense. <laughs> makes total sense. Makes perfect sense. Anyways, um, but if you look him up, you, same thing. Has had a career and has probably been in 600 things. Is always a security guard, always a cop, always an army person, always like whatever. The one that you guys will know him from because everyone's like, who is this guy? He is in on The Office. Do you watch The Office? Yeah. Joe? Yeah. Yeah. When yeah. Michael Scarn does that movie, remember he does the movie on there? I don't. I don't remember that one. There's a movie that he he has been working on. His name he goes by Michael Scarn and it's called Deep 
Deep Threat Midnight. Okay. He starts off the movie and walks. This must have been like after season five because I didn't really watch after season five. Uh, Threat Level Midnight. That's what it's called. What did I say the first time? Yeah, so Uh, Threat Level Midnight is the name of the movie on the show. And he's in that. He starts it off and he's the the, um, FedEx driver who's like, I have a special delivery from Michael Scarn. And he pulls out a uh, gun and then Michael kills him and that's how the thing starts so he's in that but anyways uh, but yeah same thing like typecast but again he makes a living yeah yeah no I, I couldn't believe it so I was like oh I got punched in the face by that girl yeah that's kind of cool so if anybody's seen Ozark and seen the the episode um, where the cop what is she doing it walks up on him and tells me get out of there yeah yeah pretty much keep moving right, right. moving along moving along <laughs> nothing to see here Speaking of nothing to see here, guess what call I got on Friday? I pick up the phone, thought it was a mistake call. Hi, is this Cal? I go, yeah. This is blah, 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 appliance repair. We have your part for your dishwasher. Are you kidding me? He's coming to my house next Monday. This is it. It all comes full circle. It only took six months for the part to come in. Jeez. What's it made of? Virgin mermaid scales? <laughs> they had to like send somebody up like a mountain to slay a dragon and so, like take take the one scale that covered the dragon's wiener <laughs> to like make the part. <laughs> only I said to the lady, I go, I parts thought only you, come along once every millennia. Yeah, we got to get back to that guy who got it super weird with our repair guy and had him in his basement to look at guitars. So the big question is, is he going is with a park going to show up with this guy or do you think he sends someone else? He's going to send someone else, right? Send someone else. Yeah. Yeah. I say it's somebody else. (laughs) For those of you who don't remember that episode, he came out and I made it weird. Like a normal. I mean, you, you Cal Cag noted it. You (laughs) Cal Cag noted it. Definitely. I love it. And he showed you, up. Yep. And you pushed your guitars on him and your musical history. Oh, and I thought we had a moment and we didn't. And then the next time he was supposed to come out, he like bailed on us. Just ghosted you. Yeah. Like we called and we we're like, they were like, oh, he's going to come out between like one and three. And by 5 p.m. I'm like, is he going to show? <laughs> they were like, he doesn't have any parts with is him. Who, I'm like, then what is, is he going to show? They're covering for him. Is who going to show? You're like Jason. The guy. Yeah. They're like, uh, no, Jason works here. Yeah. You and hear him in the back. Right, you hear him right in the there. back. Hey, tell him, tell him I don't work here. I, he he does tell him he doesn't work. I mean, he doesn't work here. Also, tell him I'm not interested in me coming over to Thief Guitar again. Also, tell him it's Guitar Collection with Stupid and a waste of time. There was nothing he had. He had nothing that I couldn't find if I had 15 minutes in a guitar center. Everything that he had, I could get off Amazon. And I had to look for it the next day for being a Prime member. <laughs> Tell him to look up the word vintage. That's not what any of those guitars were. Right, right. Tell him to also look up run of the mill because that's what he was working with. Just because they're just because they're worn out and cracked doesn't mean they're vintage. It just means they're made out of crap wood. We're bought <laughs> from J.C. Penney's Christmas catalog. 
I bet he doesn't even know how to play him. I bet he doesn't. He can play Wonderwall because he played Wonderwall for me three times. (laughs) Ask him if he knows how to play anything other than Wonderwall. (laughs) Just trust me. Just trust me. Just trust me. Just trust Uh, me. So, yeah, Jason doesn't work here anymore. Jason has never worked here anymore. But I was just wondering, do you play anything (laughs) else but Wonderwall? (laughs) How do you slide that into conversation? They just, hey, they look at him. <laughs> I did it. I did it. He, he said no. He he's says going for it. I think he's falling for it. He says he can play Wonderwall at the beginning of MASH. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so he's going to be coming out. So that'll be good. And also, I want to let you know the good news is that I got absolutely dissed and ghosted by a college radio podcast. So I got that going for me as well. <laughs> Tell us about this one. Okay, so um, <clears throat> I got to put my glasses on real quick. You're like, because I can't listen with I can't listen without my glasses. No, I was tired of seeing you. Hey. Uh, what? I was tired of seeing you all blurry. Like I've been looking at the computer screen and it's just, it's just my eyes are so bad. I can't believe it. they get worse by the week. I'm going to be oh, blind yeah. by 2020 <laughs> by 2022. I'll be blind. Yeah. If it, as if 2020 can't get any worse, you go blind. Right. Isn't it weird that I'm going blind in 2020? Like, oh, isn't that good vision? Yeah. That's yeah, supposed to be good perfect. vision. And I'm, I'm going blind by 2020, 2022. I'll, I'll be like Harry Carey. I'll have these big, <laughs> huge glasses. Coke bottles. Oh, hey, what, what's more, more annoying? The person who's like, actually, I have 2018 vision. Or the person who says, I've got perfect pitch. Uh, I th- Who's more annoying? The, yeah. the eye guy. Because perfect pitch is legit. Like uh, someone who has perfect pitch, yeah, I, someone who I has think perfect- that's... A, like a superpower. So do I. But I think sometimes people think when they have a good voice that they also have perfect pitch. I get you there. I get you there. But if somebody actually has perfect pitch. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying somebody like who has Jamie I'm Roberts. saying somebody who, who talks about it. Jamie Who's Roberts. Like, she has perfect pitch. You could be like. since your wedding. Yeah, you could be like Jamie. Same like in F sharp minor seventh. And she'll be like. Uh, like dead on things are breaking yeah yeah cover you your head it, it, it's amazing or like you can just you can just play a note and be like what's this and you're like bing and she's like uh, she's like oh that's an e flat and you're like oh my gosh it is an e flat i'm like bing she's like i said maybe you're gonna be the one that saves me anyways okay so i get it i get I get a uh, note from my friend Adam Graham, film critic from the Detroit News, um, and he says, hey, dude, don't be mad at me, but I gave your number to these central dudes who are doing a podcast about just people who went there. And I go, my first question back to him was, did you tell him I'm not on the radio anymore? He goes, no, I don't think it's that. I think they just want to talk to people that went there. And I go, you should have told them I'm not on the radio anymore. He goes, no, I don't think it matters. I think they're just looking for people to talk to. So flash forward a week. I get an email. 
hey, what's up, Cal? My name's blah, blah, blah. I go to Central. Me no, and my buddy they do talk a like this now. They talk like this now. Bro, yo, bro. <laughs> You you went to Central, bro, bro. When you bro, when you were here, bro, did like, you bro like, every bro, bro, bye, bro, beer, bro, before, bro, 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 before, bro. You were, oh my bro. gosh, I can't yeah. stand it. So they email me and say, hey, when can are you available? Because we're going to be doing, you know, we want to have you on the show to talk about Central and about basically what what you've been doing since then. Let's talk about Central. Yeah, let's talk about. <laughs> And me, let's talk, let's talk about, about all the good things and the bad things. Let me be, let's fire up chips. <laughs> let's fire up chips. Give me, give me, give me, give me. Get fire up chips. I like that. Let's fire up chips. <laughs> I said Chippewas, all the Chippewas. Loud and loud, help me out. Come on, all the ladies. Talk about chi- chips, baby. <laughs> oh, go on. The name of the podcast was called Let's Talk About Chips. Um, <laughs> anyway, so they email me and they go, hey, when can you come on? You know, we're looking to have you on or whatever. So, so I'm like, when would you like me to come on? Like, let's You're start. Like, Let me check my schedule. Yeah, I'm like, you know, okay. So I'm like, I don't know. I'm available like Tuesday and Thursday this week. Mind you, this was Monday. Wednesday. Right, it's back. Oh, we're really, really busy. We're so stressed because we just had exams, which I'm like, it's July, bro. It's July just- and it's COVID. Yeah. So we just, so we're really, really busy. Let's shoot for next week. And I'm like, okay, what day? Four days later. Hey, we're, we, we're ready to do this. What day works for you? How about Thursday? They say to me. And I go, cool. What time? Never heard from him again. <laughs> Did the, you check that spam? No, that spam. That Thursday would have been like two and a half, three weeks ago. Like I was like, <laughs> what just happened? So oh. of course I call Adam and I tell him this whole story, and he's like, you know, they probably found out you weren't Wait, on the radio Adam. anymore. Adam Who's Grant, Adam? my friend, film critic from the Detroit News, and oh. he goes, he goes. Dude, you know they probably figured out that you weren't on the radio anymore and then were uninterested. You were like, like I what? feel like you set me up. Yeah. I I, I kind of feel like he set you up on that. Yeah. He gives your name out. You say, did you tell them? And he acts like it's not a big deal. Then you call him back and tell him what happened. And he unloads on you that that's why it's a big deal. Because you're not on the radio. It like makes you feel like crap. Yeah, and that's what I'm wondering is, <clears throat> is like, do you think that I still don't have some life lessons to tell people? I mean, I can still tell you about, you know, the time I... The do's and don'ts of the business? Yeah, it seems like I could I tell you if, that. I wonder if Adam Graham, your friend from the Detroit News, now works for Dave and Chuck. I wonder if he's there. Oh. I wonder if he's their film critic, and now he's against you, too. And he was yeah. set up he was setting you up to maybe to look dumb maybe that could be no but really in the grand scheme he didn't really make you feel dumb it was just a conversation between you and him right exactly but i will say though it's not like these guys i think it would have been worse if they would have contacted you and been like hey we're here with 89x morning man cal cagno 
so how you doing to your, your busy schedule? Who'd you guys have on the show this morning? And you're like, uh, I do a podcast on Tuesday nights with my buddy Joe. <laughs> last week, last week we talked about arm wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> last week I went through my cousin who's really my uncle. I mean, my mom's cousin, his entire resume. <laughs> That was about the show, and that was one of our like, shows. What else you talk about? I'm like, when I made out with a girl when I was 20. But I didn't say that I made out with her. I alluded to it so I could therefore not be lying. <laughs> I could make it seem like I'm trying to be a gentleman and I don't kiss and tell, when really I didn't kiss, therefore I cannot tell. Yeah, I can't tell anything. So <laughs> what do you guys want to know? <laughs> do you I'm guys like, use that? <laughs> I'm like, let me lay it out this way. Imagine working for 89X is like working for a college station that's owned by Rodney Dangerfield. You get no respect. Like, you get negative respect. Um, speaking of Rodney Dangerfield, I want. <laughs> do you guys use DAT? How are you guys recording this on DAT? Hey, uh, you kids, do you know about this thing called Skype where you can actually get video and audio at the same time? Yeah, I just figured it out a couple weeks ago. <laughs> You're like, what I did is I ran a laptop into a microphone and then ran that microphone uh. into another laptop, which then ran to the Internet into another laptop. I then took all the video files and all the sound files, compressed them into a zip file. Then I had another computer that would unzip <laughs> that file. I would take out all the audio files and all the video files. And then I, <laughs> then I had to match them up so that, you know, it would look like a Kung Fu movie. <laughs> yeah, and they're like, Oh, all we do is have a $40 microphone that we run into our MacBook Air. <laughs> we don't do any of what you just said. Yeah. <laughs> so what's your favorite CD that you guys are listening to? <laughs> so what, uh, what celebrities have you interviewed this week? You're like, oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> who's your, who, so who's your favorite celebrity? I'm like. Yeah. Do you guys know the manager of her new edition? <laughs> They're like, yeah, we got him in our phone. He just texted us. <laughs> yeah, this guy from the uh, uh, the appliance repair shop. He's going to be on next. <laughs> this Jason dude, he was awesome. He came down and looked at my drum collection. He was so into it. Came back the other day, off the next day, off the clock oh. just to hang out. Hang on a second. The manager from New Edition's calling to ask to be on the show again. Right, third time today. Jeez. You're like, I I don't know if my texts are coming through clearly because there's this girl who does my eyebrows and she's, <laughs> I think you follow her on Twitter and she's <laughs> all over me. <laughs> her name's Olivia. Yeah. Oh. I just got my eyebrows done today. Did you? Yeah, Olivia doesn't work there anymore. I did mine yesterday. I I, I took a I took a clipper, put like a two guard or a one guard, yeah. and just like zip, zip, done. The best part is that you did it with one one of the two, and you're like two guard or a one guard because when you don't have big eyebrows, it doesn't matter. Like if I did mine with with a one guard, forget it. Yeah, like I would look like oh, like I look like a powder. 
Yeah, even when I didn't have eyebrows, I don't think. No, no. Even when I have my eyebrows, like the worst old man overgrown eyebrows I've ever had, people are like, you don't really have eyebrows, do you? And I'm like, uh, other than the two that are hanging down, poking me in the eye. No, I guess You're not. Like, no, I don't have a ton. Um, so I was talking about Roddy Dangerfield. I tried to watch Back to School yesterday because it's on yeah. Amazon Prime. When was the last time you saw that movie? Oh, I mean, probably 20 years ago, 25 yeah, uh, years ago. You're good. Just keep it at that. First uh, all of all, those movies, all those movies, we, uh, we've we talked about it before. We romanticize them that they're better than they were. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like, I mean, well, no, the, the, the movie that I was going to say, like Tommy Boy. Like Tommy Boy is a movie that like when you talk about it, it's yes. hilarious. You can sit there and you can die laughing. But then like when you turn it on. I am going to admit it's still a good movie. But, but when he does not, that guy in a little coat, do you laugh at it? Not really. You're just kind of like, oh, okay. Yeah, you're like, oh, that. You know, I remember laughing at that back in the day. Yeah, but but like most of those like '80s movies just do not hold up. Very few of them do. Yeah. So we, I, so I tried to put that on the other day, and my daughter was sitting there playing Sims while it was on. Now. The one thing that I did look at on the thing was it said PG-13. Now, I have a 13-year-old daughter, so we don't like gratuitous nudity in our movies. Dude, there's straight-up boobs in that movie. Yeah, I was going to say, I think there's boobs. In the very beginning when he's looking for his son. Yeah. Like, he's looking for his son at the college and wanders into the bathroom and, you know, pulls the curtain back. And someone's like, oh, hey, don't look at me. Right. Right. But covers everything but the goods. And in the 80s, it was like, well, it's nudity, but it's not sexual nudity. Like, they're not in the act of sex. Is that sex. why? Yes. So if it was a bare body part, it was considered PG-13. Like, no one's squeezing it. No one's kissing it. Yeah, no yeah, one's, yeah. you know, so is that shall I go on? Hey, shall I go on to all the other things you can do to them? <laughs> Can't do that. No one's motorboating them. No one's smelling them. No one's putting pot of cheese on them. I'm like. <laughs> no one's throwing baloney at him. But, but in the 80s, like, that's what it was. Like, as long as it was bare body, other than, like, you know, junk, like Dongs. crotches. Yeah. yeah. But as long as, as long as it wasn't done in a sexual nature, it, it could stay PG-13. I did not know that. It looks like you need more flypaper. I do, dude. I have one that's, like, getting around my hair because I use uh, Crisco. I use Crisco. Man. I'm a um, and man. Um, anyway, so I tried to watch that the other day, but like, so then Wendy got done, she was on the Peloton and then she got, she sat down and she was doing something else. And then like, after about 15 minutes, she was just like, can we turn this off? She's like, it is so depressing. She's like everything about it. And, and Roddy Dangerfield had some good lines. Don't get me wrong. He's funny, but he's, he's the best in Caddyshack. He's funny in this or whatever, but you got Robert Downey Jr. Who I forgot was in that movie. He's like the friend who's like, I don't know if back then he was supposed to be like Tony Stark. <laughs> he was supposed to be a young, a young Tony Stark going to college. <laughs> what if they tied it all together? I'm like, he did this movie. His name's Tony Stark. <laughs> and he goes back to school with Rodney Dangerfield. Anyways, none of his teeth touch. Oh, really? Like, he must have got like, I mean, not like everybody in Hollywood has those big old chomper veneers, but uh, he's none of his teeth touch. He's got like this big hair. He's like super femmy. And he's like, I don't know. Like, again, I don't know if he's supposed to be gay or in like they're not saying it because like maybe that wasn't a thing. 
Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I can't, I can't remember it. Yeah. Anyway, so he's in the movie, and and my daughter's like, "Is that Tony Stark?" She should call him Tony Stark. I'm like, "That's Morton Downey Jr." Remember Morton Downey Jr.? Yeah, you know who the that is? guy. Yeah. Wh- what was his deal? What, big mouth. Yeah, he had a big mouth and would smoke on set. Yeah. And like, and would tell, just chew people out. Yeah. He just was like the guy that was like, "I tell it like it is. I don't care." It would be like the equivalent of Jerry Springer if Jerry Springer wasn't trying. Like, people go on Jerry Springer and air all their crap, and Jerry just kind of showcases it. Yeah. The Morton Downey Jr. show, like, people would come on the show and air their crap, and then Morton Downey would just tell them off. He like would on beat Nash- yeah, he would. He would. He would just trash him like on on national television. Yeah. So anyway, so Robert Downey uses in the movie, and like I said, I got about halfway through. Oh, and then uh, Johnny from the Karate Kid is okay. he's in it. He's the bat, like the what jerky that guy's guy. Name, uh, Matt Skiba. No, what's his name? <laughs> <laughs> what's that guy's name? What is his name? I don't. I can't he remember. He was like the a hole in all the movies for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Blonde. Yeah. Glorious life. But in like real life, he's like a good Christian dude. I think he's a good guy. Yeah. And then he went back and did, uh, what was that called? Cobra Kai? Cobra Kai. I never saw it, but I heard it was great. The first season was fantastic. After that, it got bad. Like Eastbound and Down, the first season was really good. And then they were like, oh, we were. We are completely out of ideas. And I were quoting that the other day at work. But there's a great example. Yeah. They got a purple. Huge. Yeah, but think about that. When you watch it, it's funny. But when you talk about it, it's even better. Whew. When you talk about Leslie, or what's his name, Ash Schaefer from Ash Schaefer BMW. Like, yes. yeah. When you talk about Will Ferrell, as a, it's funnier. Same thing with Talladega Nights. We watched that not too long ago. And, yeah, you know, all, when, all those are, are funnier than when you first saw them, but especially when you're going to like show your kids. Like, I tried to show my kids, I think... I can't, I don't think it was Tommy Boy. I think it was Black Sheep, and they did think Black Sheep was funny. Okay, but they didn't think it was as funny as I thought it was back then. We watched Billy. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say even, even now it's it's still funny, but it's not as funny as when I first saw it. Right. Yeah. yeah. We watched Billy Madison, and they were like, Yeah, <laughs> I don't yeah. get this. Like, why is this funny? Right. You know, and he's like, who is battle? You know what I mean? He's doing that thing where, and, and like, almost for the stop first. Stop looking at me, swan. <laughs> for and the like, first. We would die laughing back then, and now it's like, like what? Look at him. Look at him. He's hilarious. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like what he does, like, he's about to call the shit poop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know I mean? Go to school. Go to school. So I am not a fool or whatever. He's always like, he's got the cardigan sweat. Yeah, but like watching it now, you're like, hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's not to say my my kids do love they love Adam Sandler, but they haven't seen Billy Madison, they haven't seen Happy Gilmore. They've they, only seen Uncut Gems. Right. Uncut and Gems. Sandy Wexler. <laughs> right. No, they did like um Big Daddy. They liked Grown Ups. Grown Ups 2. Like that's the Adam Sandler that they know. Right. Yeah, they, playing I, like, parent. I feel like everybody likes Adam Sandler. Like, I don't really, I honestly don't know anybody that doesn't like him. And we liked him in um, that movie, Bedtime Stories. He's funny in that one. Oh, right. Oh, yeah, I forgot about all those. Yeah, like, that's a great movie. Like, Click. Click. About when he had the Click remote. Click a little heavy at times. I had Henry Winkler on my old show around that time, and it was, like, really sad because he was talking about, like, how he missed his parents and, like, 
Because, like, the movie gets a little heavy about his dad and him, right? How he, like, fast-forwards through what his dad talks and stuff. Do you remember that movie? Oh, I don't. But, yeah, there's – basically the moral of that story is that, like, if you fast-forward through life or mute people that you'll miss out on opportunities to be with them. And then before you know wait, they're dead. Wait, say, say, all, say all that again. When you fast-forward through life – or mute people when they're talking because that's what he would do. Remember, anything he didn't want to deal with, he would just fast forward through. Okay. And then he, but then at the end or towards the end, people were dead and he didn't have those opportunities to spend time with them because he rushed through everything with the clicker. Oh, I see. I, I never saw the movie. <laughs> my kids, my kids saw it. I never saw it. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome you go he's really good at click i do that whole thing you go i've never seen it <laughs> oh oh you want me to comment i've never seen it sorry yeah, nothing if i got nothing if that's but i but henry that's not Winkler. a rusty move i that was what russ used to do to me on the radio <laughs> got nothing you'd be like dude we get paid to do this you have to have something yeah well i for a minute i thought you were still talking about henry winkler yeah, Henry Winkler's in that movie. I like Henry Winkler in uh, Here Comes the Boom with Kevin James. Oh, Kevin James, Here Comes the Boom is a good movie. All the, Kevin James kind of put out like Paul Blart, Mall Cop. Then yeah. he did uh, The Zookeeper. Yeah, which then wasn't did, great. Then he did uh, uh, Here Comes the Boom, then Paul Blart 2. Yeah. I love all those movies. I like Kevin James a lot. Um, and I will say one of the nicest people I've ever had on the radio with me. And I actually did an interview with him one time. Chuck the Freak was having a baby. So I, it was me and Dave did the interview. Oh, wow. And he had everything written down. Oh, wow. Tell me about that. <laughs> so he had everything. What was Dave like? Was he exactly like you think? Um, he, But he had like, like our names down. So like he would be like, Hey, Cal, Dave, good morning, guys. What's going on? You know, so anyways, oh, great question, Cal. And I was like, dude, this guy's like done his homework. He doesn't have to do that. Uh, like you were when, when so a lot of times when you get these people to do these interviews, they've done 16 in a row. They don't know what station they're talking to. And you don't call them like it's like you get a phone call. It's like, hey, what's up? You know, this is Joe from Paramount. Um, we're going to have Kevin James on the line in just a second. So, um, all right, we got Kevin. You've got four minutes. Oh, yeah. And then, like, okay. like, hey, what's up, Kevin? It's, Ke you know, whatever. We're going to talk to you. Hey, guys, what's up? And then you do the interview. You record it. And then they'll be like, all right, guys, four minutes stop. Wrap it up. Like, they come on because they're listening the whole like time. A, like a pay phone. They come on. Exactly. What was always so funny was Drew and Mike used to, like, just push it. Like, they would leave that part in. And I always thought it was so funny. <laughs> but they'd be like, all right, so anyways, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, all right, Drew and Mike, uh, wrap it up. That's four minutes. And they'd be like. So anyways, what do you think about global warming? <laughs> and then eventually they'll hang up on you. They'll just because they got to get to the next one. Right. Like they'll just they will just hang up on you. But yeah. Kevin James is really cool. I like him in, in all the stuff that he's in, though. And I'll tell you what, if you can do a camp like Sandler's camp, he'll put you in all his movies forever, even if they're not good. Yeah. No, he does. I mean, you, you think about it. It's it's Kevin James, Steve Buscemi, Chris Rock, David Spade. Um, who am I missing? Uh, Dan Patrick. Dan Patrick's in a lot. Yeah. Um, those two Spade, guys. Spade, like, Rob Schneider. Rob Schneider. Yep. There's a couple of guys who are in, again, all of his movies. Yeah, but um, Colin like, Quinn. Colin Quinn. Colin Quinn, and then the guy with the, with the, like, the lazy eye. Correct. That's who I'm trying to think of. Yeah, there's another uh, guy that played the quarterback in The Waterboy. 
And he's also like, he's in all those movies. Yes, yes. He's in exactly. Grandma's Boy. He's in that movie, too. No. I don't know what his name is. No, neither he, do I. He's but in Happy Gilmore. He's the bomb. Like, like, he's like the homeless movies. guy. In Happy Gilmore. Oh, I'm thinking he's, in Big Daddy. I was like, no, that was Steve Buscemi. Yeah. And, yeah, but he's the homeless guy in that one. Like, he, he puts him in all of his movies. Yeah. But I heard Schneider got on his bad side because he was on Stern one day and talking about how, like, they asked him straight up. They're like, what did Schneider do that got on your bad side? And he's like, we're good now. That's all you got to know. Because he missed out on a couple of those because I think he got he got a little too big for his britches. Oh, really? Yeah, and said he, something. He was that, trying to throw around that Deuce Bigelow uh, contract money. Did you and, know that um, Rob Schneider and um, David Spade didn't get the same along? Person. No, they didn't get along, hated each other, so they made that movie Benchwarmer. Sandler produced it and was like, all right, you got six weeks, get along, and now they're friends because of that. Really? Yeah, Snyder or uh, David Spade was on Stern again talking about it. Yeah, and he said like they weren't even on speaking terms when they showed up. So it was him, John. Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Hater. The guy, yeah, Hater is that his name. Yeah, from Napoleon Dynamite. He'll love him. I like him in everything. I like yeah. him in Plates of Steel too. I think he's great in all of them. <laughs> I like all of them. Uh, but yeah, so they weren't even on speaking terms. So yeah, the Sandman brought them together. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I don't know. Was that after uh, Grown Ups? Before. Okay, before. before. Yeah, I mean, dude, we watched The Longest Yard the other night. Did you ever seen that? I With have. Sandler? I have. But I, I can't remember. I mean, I've seen it once probably. Yeah, I mean, it's got Where him and Burr like Reynolds. Per- prison football. Yeah, he's a professional quarterback who um, like did some point shaving, got put into prison for drunk driving because he was on parole and then they're like oh you know what since you're a professional mvp from the nfl and you're five foot four or whatever sandler is you know what i mean um you should start this football league and it's kind of the ragtag thing or whatever but um when you watch it though even snyder's in that like you can do it like he does the you can do it yeah yeah you can do it yeah it's pretty good so there you go one last thing Thank you for being here today. Where can they find you on the world? What interwebs? You can find me on Instagram. My personal is jerk Yorkie or kind of my, uh, other, yeah, my professional one for barbecuing and, and other stuff is, uh, average jerk BBQ. That's me. Find me. Find me. You can also find me in a dark alley. If you want, you can punch me in the face. Like Danielle did. You want a piece of this? You know where to find me. <laughs> you won't. You won't roll up. You won't do it, though. Okay. Either way, find me um, at Cal Cagdo Radio um, on the usual places. We're around. Anything you want to talk to us about, email the show. We can talk about other things. If there's something you're like, I really want to hear your views on fill in the blank. Yeah, for sure. We, we'd love that. If Even if you just have questions for each one of us and it's just what's your color what's your you know how big is your butthole anything like that how long did you get hold your breath right we will by all means we'll talk about it because in all honesty with covid right now it's kind of tough it's me me and cal kind of get together we don't do any show prep but the most show prep we do is hey what do you have to talk about and usually the answer is eh, nothing. Let's just yeah. wing it. Yeah, I'm like I can always talk about that appliance repair guy again. Yeah. So if you guys do have stuff, feel free to send it yeah. to us, and we will uh, we'll answer anything that that you ask. Have a great day, everybody. We love you. See ya.
Hi, is this Jeremy? Uh, it is. Hi, I'm Natalie. I'm calling from storage. I'm calling about your unit here. Yeah. Uh, I just want to let you know that your unit has been seized by the federal government. They know that you were growing weed in your storage unit. What? Wait, what? No, 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 no. I, I, uh, this has got to be some kind of mistake. The feds were just here. They seized your unit. They had the barking dogs and everything. They went in there. There was a bunch of pot. And I'm just giving you kind of a heads up as part of our customer service policy to let you know that they found what was in your storage unit. No, 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 no. That's not possible. I, I totally didn't. I, there's no weed coming in there. That's ridiculous. There's got to be some kind of mistake. This is f***ed up. Like, what are you talking about? Holy sh! Oh, my God. They Yeah, they oh found the God. weed and... I had to give them your home address, your contact info. I even gave them your work address and info because they said they had to find you. And I assume they are leaving to come get you. Holy sh! Oh my god! Oh my god! Holy sh! I cannot even believe this is happening. No, like I'm not growing weed in there. Well, what happened is the dogs came in first. They started sniffing around. They went to your unit. They started barking. The feds came in here. They demanded that I gave them all your info. They were talking about how you're going to get 10 years for every leaf. It's like some new Michigan rule. They're really trying to crack down on marijuana. I just did what I was told. Holy sh! Oh, my God. Now, this is f***ed up. There's got to be an explanation. You have to, like, you've got to help me here. Tell me. I just, I just like, wanted to give you a heads up. That's I, as much help as I can give. Oh, my God. What? Well, um, what? Well, can you just double check that you're talking about my unit? Yeah, unit 312. Oh my god, I am 212. Oh my Wait. god. You gotta be f***ing up. Oh my god. Wait, you're not unit 312? I'm 212, dude. Oh my god, you have to call the cops right now. Well, I can't call them. They didn't exactly like leave me a phone number. I mean, why don't when they come to you, just explain that I made a mistake and I'm sure they'll come back and I can give them the correct person's info. Just my bad. All right. Just, are you going to be there? Like stand by your phone because I'm going to call you as soon as they get here. Well, no, I mean, my, my lunch is coming that. up soon. I have to take my lunch break. Can you give me your cell phone? No, that's not part of the storage policy. I don't have to give you my all cell right, phone. Right. I'm co- I'm coming down there. I'm well, coming down there. The cops are <laughs> coming to find there. you, so to... you should probably stay put so that you can explain to them that this is a mix-up. Oh, it's... my God. What a f***ing mess. Oh, my God. It's kind of on you. These, they were pretty upset, though, attack. and the dogs were barking, like, super intensely. So I don't think you're off the hook quite just yet, but just explain that everything's, you know, it's a mix-up. But It's not my f***ing unit, though. You did this. you got to explain. you got to call them. I'm a low-level employee here at storage. I mean, I make mistakes. Do you make mistakes at your job? I'm sure you do. It's not on me. What are you talking about? Like, you totally are getting me arrested. You've got to call them. Again, they didn't leave me a number. So just you explain it to them. Oh take care of it. I'm sure it'll be fine. I cannot even believe this. I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to call the cops or I'm coming down there or something. All right. All right, well, I have another customer here, so I don't know. I just hope this works out for you. Sorry about the mix-up. Oh, mix my up. God. Yeah, fine. Thanks. Oh, wait, Jeremy? Yeah. Gotcha, bitch. Gotcha, bitch. Gotcha, bitch. Jeremy, it's Cal Cagno from 89X. You're live on 89X. Oh, my God. Sarah Jean just gotcha. It's gotcha, bitch. You can thank your friend Brad for setting this whole thing up. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. 
What? Brad says oh. you get super paranoid when you smoke weed, so this would be a perfect <laughs> revenge for you. I'm going to kill him. Oh, my God. I cannot even believe this. 